you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B is over in Studio CC. We'll get around to some of your calls today to get your response to um, our conversation. Mm -hmm. I really, man, today was a little bit a rough day for me, like Mm -hmm. trying to um, navigate what, what, you know, what I kind of felt like talking about. Usually Mm -hmm. the format of the show is I kind of at least bring the ball and Mm -hmm. then you toss it back and forth with me. Yes. Some people would say it's more forth. Like, I don't know how they, whatever. Um, they anyways, uh, whatever. Um, but today was difficult. And I, I had this this thing, and it's not, this doesn't happen often, um, but I like to be strongly convicted about what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Like, when I, I'm not just like going, oh, okay, here's something. Right. And then, you know, there's, so prayerfully, I'm I'm asking the Lord, like, what is it that's happening in our culture that serves to either encourage, challenge, or warn yeah. um, the body of Christ. Yeah. And that's important to what we do. And but today, and I've had these times, they're not often, but mm-hmm. they do happen where I'm just kind of like, man, I just, you know, I don't know. And and so, but there was one thing that, um, that stuck in my thinking uh-huh. about where we are. Uh-huh. And I'm not sure that I have exactly an article to tie into it, although there's an article that I sent around um, to some of our colleagues maybe a couple weeks ago that we didn't discuss on this program. But ag- again, increasingly, I think it's something that you just you can't really avoid um, <laughs> talking about. You just have to keep pressing parents and grandparents yeah. to care about the indoctrination of their kids. We talk about it all the time, and I'm not going to stop talking about it because one of the reasons that we're in the place that we're in is because we've given up talking about some issues. Yeah, We've let them That's go. Right. And then the culture has kind of stepped into that vacuum. Yeah. And so I, I see it honestly as a personal mission to keep making a lot of noise about the things that we should be making a lot of noise about. Mm. Um, top of the list um, is encouraging parents uh, that your kids have been given to you. They're your responsibility. Yeah. They're your responsibility. So um, anyway, but here is something that kept um, just kind of like circling or circulating in my mind. Um, Which was also weird today because not only – was uh, balls tossed around, but someone else tossed in the ball <laughs> as well outside of, you know what I'm talking about? That was a ball that was tossed in, you know, talking about a particular artist. <laughs> oh, yes. So I'm just right. saying like how, right. how things get batted back <laughs> around. Yeah. Somebody well, else joined I, the we game. We can say our news director. <laughs> yeah. Our news director uh, <laughs> threw an article at us. And, um, you know, it's one, of, it's one of those things where, you know, understanding what we, what we, pay attention to yeah fred jackson <laughs> right. our news director threw an article at us and and then i saw that and i was like oh let's talk about that that's interesting um but then as i started reading through yeah. it i i kind of had the feeling of like eh. yeah. you know i've, I I've talked about him talking. yeah you like, know oh, is, uh. so <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, but here is something that's really troubling to me and 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 i'll tell you i'll tell you part of the reason why i may have a little bit of a block is because the thing that i really want to talk about is probably um way more controversial 
than you might imagine. Mm. And and so I've wrestled back and forth. We've dealt with this topic just a little bit. Um, but I want to be very careful because on this program, we do not ever seek to give any kind of medical advice or anything like that. Uh, we speak in terms of like, here has been um, our experience. Also, here is what the data says. Here's the information, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But one of the things over the weekend that I consistently saw in my news delivered to my mailbox, news delivered to my phone, was a great divide, um, if not already in this country, but on the horizon in this country, over whether or not people have received or are willing to take the COVID shot. Oh, yeah, that's all right. That's, that's, that's happening now. It was very, very <laughs> troubling to me. And, and I thought, man, you know, I, I, I want us to be able to talk about this without it sounding like it's an attempt at medical advice, because right. not only do we not do that, but we're not qualified to do that. Right. You know, the problem is, though, you got a lot of unqualified people, likewise, uh, still writing articles that <laughs> I think are meant to create a great chasm. Mm. Right. Like a great divide between people of conscience um, and then maybe on the other side, people who, yes, are of conscience, but this is not this is not their conviction. Right. So they're they're like, I, I don't have a problem taking this shot. And so I'm going to just take it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I, I haven't gotten to the title yet. So here it is where you are convicted. Remain convicted. Right. That's what I that's uh-huh. my that's my um that's my blanket blanket statement. And that's the thought that I kept coming to today that I wanted to talk about. And underneath that blanket, I want to fold in um, several different topics of conversation, if you will. Mm-hmm. And why am I, why do I want to do that? Well, one, because I believe that the Holy Spirit gives his people wisdom. Yeah. Amen. And along with that wisdom comes a right conviction. Now, listen, I can oversimplify this by just throwing out some of the words that we've become familiar with and saying biblical worldview. But understand what I'm meaning. Conviction has to be formed and shaped by scripture. Amen. So what the scriptures prescribe for us, our conviction must be that we do it. What the scriptures prohibit, excuse me, our conviction must be that we don't do it. Right. Right. Where there are the so-called, I say so-called, where the Bible calls them these disputable matters or these, these areas where the Bible does not clearly say yay or nay, Right. Those are things that are according to your conviction, according to your faith. Do you have enough faith to do that or do you not? Right. Because whatever does not come from faith is sin. If you're engaging in something just because somebody told you you should do it, you must do it or this is good to do. But you're not convicted that it is that it is okay, Mm -hmm. Then probably you're violating your conscience. I think there's another issue here at hand. Um, how a person's conscience is shaped, right? Mm. So, so here's what I want to talk about, and I, I'm, I'm going to talk about education a little bit here because I think this also folds into it, guys. If if I could just give you a jog around some of the headlines um, and some of the news articles over the weekend, I was I was quite um, disturbed by them. Uh, there was one article that, as is uh, as its graphic, it had a picture of the uh, United States on the tip of a, a, of a syringe teetering. (laughs) Right. And, and the article was that the unvaccinated are pushing the country to a tipping point. Mm. The unvaccinated are pushing the country to a tipping point. Then there was the, the question of whether or not kids enrolling in college this year will be able to take exams and be in the classrooms with their peers if they are unvaccinated. Mm. Then there's the question of how young can you vaccinate children Um, And and so will there be a push for kids to be 
vaccinated. And, and, and that's actually not an accurate way to describe, but to take this shot. And it's really troubling to me. And, and I want to say something here and I want to be very, very, um, <clears throat> I want to be very sensitive to people who have made the decision that they don't have the conviction that they shouldn't take the shot. Mm -hmm. That's fine. You don't understand the push because you have not been forced to violate your conscience. Right. Where we do business in this country is in the area of conscience, where historically in this country, people have not been forced to violate their conscience. Mm -hmm. They have not been forced to violate their conscience. Now, if you're asking me, the tipping point is not the question of whether or not people are taking the shot. The tipping point is whether or not people will be forced to take the shot. And in surprising capacities, people are already being forced to do this. Well, it seems to me that the the talk is almost like you don't like forget your conscience, you know, like you need to do what's best for the, the everybody. Yeah. Well, and, 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 okay. So all of that has to be built up. Right. Mm -hmm. So again, and guys, this is why I'm saying where you are convicted, remain convicted. I see this as a great testing. Mm. I really do. And, 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 and let me be very clear too. If you, if you received this shot, if you went and you received this shot, you know, I think the two rounds that you see, if you went and received the shot and you had no conviction that you shouldn't, you felt like, I don't care. I get the flu shot. You know, like you, if, if, if you're in that category, please understand that we often in this country fight for people's rights because we understand the value of personal rights, mm -hmm. the values of liberty, being able to abstain, being able to say, no, you know, I just I don't feel like I can participate in that. It just violates my conscience. Right. The problem is you've got a lot of people who are saying not only have I taken the shot. There's no big deal. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But then you've got people who have taken this shot who the adverse effects, the, the reaction, I was watching a um, press conference of a panel of individuals whose lives will never be the same. And they were the tip of the iceberg of individuals who had received this, this shot, mm -hmm. right? And here was the thing that was really chilling to me. These people's cry was not even for the shot to be pulled off the market, quote unquote. These people's cry was just, please don't erase us. Mm. Please, please don't tell us that we don't matter. These people were like, we are not anti-science. We, you know, we, we support the science community. We were the first in line to get the shot. We were ready. <laughs> you know, we did this. Yeah. And, and, and you've got these people who are saying, don't erase us. So here's the thing that's really troubling to me. And, and I know I should be a little bit more prepared, but honestly, I went back and forth on whether or not to talk about this, but my great encouragement and my great um, warning to the body of Christ is that if you are convicted if you feel a strong warning from the Lord that there is something that you are not supposed to do, don't do that. Mm. Don't do that. That's my encouragement to you. And, and maybe that's, you know, maybe that's part of the reason why I kind of was, you know, going back and forth. But listen, God gives us um, strong conviction. And that's for a reason. Yeah. And I know that there are people who would say, well, I have Christian friends who received this shot and they didn't have any problem with it. Yeah. But listen. That's the distinction. They didn't have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. So so are we now saying in this country that because that person didn't have a problem with it, this person who has a problem with it forfeits his or her rights <laughs> to their conscience? It, se it seems that way. That's the tension 
that we're in. Yeah. All right. And there are all kinds of moves now to separate people along these lines. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I felt like my, my inbox and my, um, my news alerts were inundated with stories that just are dividing Americans over this issue and basically painting you as a, and, and here's the other thing that's really, you know, um, science denier. well, n- not just that, not, and I, and I think, cause I think ultimately the way people who have a conviction about this shot, who feel like, Hey, it's not even approved by the FDA. Yeah. You know, who, who are saying, why are you mandating, requiring that we inject ourselves with something that is not even approved by the FDA Which and is, is still a, in the testing it's phase? It's a legit question. It, it is a legitimate <laughs> question. It's, it's totally a legitimate question. But here's something that I think is worse than, than being accused of being a science denier. I think what is worse in our culture is being accused of hating your fellow man. Mm. And again, when you survey church history, Christians experienced fierce persecution under imperial rule because they were accused of being haters of their fellow men. Now, not for the same reasons that we experience today. In fact, I'll take you back. Christians really respected um, the Lord's Supper. Mm -hmm. They really respected um, the the breaking of bread and the drinking of wine and and, um, showing forth the, the return of the Lord, right? Communion, as we commonly call it. So they really believe the scriptures that if anyone ate the bread or drank the wine in an unworthy manner, Mm -hmm. that they did that to their own destruction. Mm -hmm. So the early church would not allow people to casually come in and participate in what from the outside perspective was seen as like their feasts or their festivals or their special occasion. So why can't we people just come in and be a part of it? And the Christians were like, because the Bible forbids it. (laughs) We're not just eating bread and drinking. Like this is a sacred moment where we are remembering the Lord's body that was bruised, that was broken for us, his blood that was shed for us. And we are we are saying the Lord is coming back when we participate in this. You are not a believer. You can't. And so, you know what the the Romans said? The Romans said, Y'all hate your fellow man. Mm. You hate your fellow. You have these secret feasts. You have these secret gatherings. They would gather early in the morning or sometimes late at night. And they said, you guys are exclusive and you hate your fellow man. And this was one of about four or five major reasons that Christians began to lose their lives. All right. We'll grab the break. <laughs> and we'll come right back. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. Stay right there. He is jealous for me Loves like a hurricane I am a tree Bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. I appreciate you listening. Mm-hmm. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Covenant Church with He How He Loves. Um, Sherry B is over in Studio CC. We'll get we'll get to your phone calls in the last segment. My my encouragement for you today, and I was trying to avoid having this conversation if I could just be honest. I'm gonna I'm look, I'm 
I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, some days probably just a little more raw than others. <laughs> uh, I was trying to avoid talking about this today. And I think that's part of the reason why I was just kind of like nothing was really sticking that was really convicting me that, hey, this is this is an issue because this is the issue that is on my heart. And so excuse me today. Um, I'm going to have just sort of a raw, unscripted uh, conversation with you, if you will. And then we'll open the phone lines up. Um, our conviction as believers is very important. Yeah. God has given us this conviction. And and and, I, and I'm going to tell you part of um, the reason I want to be careful is because there are Christians who were not convicted that they shouldn't get the shot. Mm-hmm. Not only do we know them, but we have them as members of our family. Mm-hmm. So this is not an issue of like a person is saved because they do or not saved because they don't like this is. This is not the conversation that I'm having. What I am trying to appeal to is the fact that the Lord gives us strong conviction. Mm -hmm. He gives us each a conscience, right? Where we, we have a sense about something. And again, historically in this country, we respected that about one another. And now we are moving to a place where not only do we not respect that about one another, but we are actively turning ourselves against each other. If you read the headlines, guys, and this is what I'm saying. If you read the headlines, it is division propaganda. Yeah. This person needs to wear a mask. That person doesn't need to wear a mask. Um, although, if again, reading all the headlines and all of this stuff, you know, they're saying even some of the vaccinated people now need to wear a mask because we just don't know. But then you dig a little deeper, you read some of the information. And when I say dig a little deeper, I probably should change that. Let me autocorrect that. Dig a lot deeper because your initial searches for information that would call into question what is on the surface as far as dissemination of information, you have to go through several pages of information. In fact, you have to go through go to specific websites that you know um, is going to share with you information that is not mainstream, right? And so you have to take all of this information together and then you have to cross-reference it then you have to fact check that and see. And, and then what you usually end up with, oh, this company did admit that that was a side effect. <laughs> but then they quickly moved past it. Like, that's it. It's There's over. There's a lot of, yes, shady type stuff happening with this. You yeah. Know? I don't yeah. know if you've seen some of the conversations that uh, Rand Paul has been having with Dr. Fauci, but like he's bringing up stuff. And, and, and it seems like. There's a lot of hidden stuff that's going on and it's yeah. being revealed. Yeah. And it's like, you know, people are asking questions and I feel like we have a right to ask these questions. That's right. At a very basic level. Guys, this is look, you know, um, at a very basic level, we have understood. Let, think Nuremberg trials like think, you know, mm-hmm. what you put people on trial for testing on people because they were uh, incapacitated mentally or you deemed them to be unworthy of life. And so you said you could experiment on them. You could test things on them without their consent, mm. without their consent. Right. And we said, no, this is unethical and this is immoral. And the problem I'm having is that for some reason in our country, we have now developed a very short memory. Mm. We've 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 been handed our fear and we've been able to just override our conscience or to ignore it outright. And what I'm saying is if you are still in the phase of mm. testing this out and the information, we know mm-hmm. that the doctors are saying, the experts themselves are saying that the information is still rolling in. 
They're saying we, we still kind of don't know. So we're still waiting for data to come in, even from other nations, by the way. Yeah. They're still waiting for data to come in. And so what I'm saying is if you live in a country that says to you, yeah, but even while we wait, you better get this shot. Even though we don't know the long-term effects, even though we don't know what is going to happen, I, you know, I, I want to be careful. But let me just say something. Let's can we all agree? Well, I don't know that we will all agree. <laughs> Some people will disagree. Mm -hmm. Many of us will agree that what we are talking about was a biomedical weapon, mm -hmm. right? Like something. Okay, at the very least, let me let me because that makes people nervous. Let me say this. Do we understand, based on the information that we have read, okay, that it was something that was created in a lab, that it was not naturally occurring? Okay, if we check yes, anybody who contracted this and survived, survived an engineered attack on their life. Okay, yes. <laughs> so then we say we're going to come up with a quote-unquote vaccine, and we're going to use this engineered attack and we're going to rework it in such a way that you can inject it into your body. And then we hope that it will have the effect of making sure that you don't get the original engineered attack. So now they're saying expose yourself to the biomedical weapon, <laughs> just kind of watered down mm. and, and then you have the reports of people coming out saying that we've had adverse effects, that, you know, um, there's been inflammation. You have people who have lost some of their motor skills. And, guys, I'm not trying to be sensational. I'm telling you, and I wish I'd pulled the clip. See, this if I'd have been diligent, I'd have pulled the clip so you could hear these people's testimonies uh, themselves. And their very basic request, their very basic request was, please don't erase us. Mm -hmm. They said, they said, we understand what our receiving the vaccine or the shot. They kept calling it a vaccine because they are, quote unquote, pro-science to the max. Mm -hmm. OK, and so they kept calling it a vaccine. They said, we understand what our receiving the vaccine did for science and for the development of the vaccine. And they're saying now, please, in return, will you just at least hear us? Mm -hmm. How sad. Right. right. How sad that they're like I, one woman was like, I was first in line. I was like, look, sign me up. I'll do the trials. And, and you know what she said to to be able to to protect people, mm. to be able to protect people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then she slowly started talking about over the course of three months following receiving the vaccine that she thought she was going to die. Now, my question is, why aren't we allowed to hear those stories? Yeah, there's got to be a reason. Yeah. And then you open your you open your news apps, right? You read some of the news stories, and I'll give you an example. Here is one. This is from CNBC. Moderna says it plans to expand COVID vaccine trial for kids 5 to 11. 5 to 11. Yeah. We'll seek FDA okay as early as year end. But see, the thing is, Mickey, for you to ask these questions, you are buying into a conspiracy, and and there are things that may have happened that have been effects of this, but uh, it's, it's small. It's not it's not that many people in, you know, in, in light of how many people are getting vaccinated. That's that's yeah. that's what you because we because because and, and please forgive me. But yes, yes, um, I am buying into conspiracy because we absolutely have no history in this country at all of any experimentation on people by way of quote unquote vaccines, things being injected into their body <laughs> and they're not told what it is. <laughs> right. Allergies. 
Right. We have no history of that. We have no history where people have had things injected into their person and not told what it was. <laughs> Listen, the Bible says in Proverbs twenty-eight twenty-six, whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. So here is my encouragement, and this is how I started off, and I'm going to get back to it. Where you are convicted, remain convicted. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What I see in all of this, when, when, when you are reading the stories and you're looking at how they're pitting American against American, um, when I'm looking at this, the thing that overwhelmingly comes to my mind is, man, this is a great bullying. This is, this is a mm-hmm. great bullying that people who have concern Right. People who have uh, a reservation about this, they are no longer allowed to have that. I don't know how much longer you call yourself free in a land when for all intents and purposes, you're not like you. You can keep saying that you're free, but 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 when you're not at some point, you have to say that's not freedom. Mm, Right. At some point, you really have to say that's not freedom. Now, I was looking at this article here um, and they're talking about expanding this shot for kids ages uh, five to 11 and talking about how they want to begin to expand the, the clinical trial testing on children. The clinical trial testing on children to understand the effects of this shot on the children. They want to increase. Now, listen, listen to the wording. And again, there are some parents for whom it is not their conviction. And they will say, well, no, I want I want like my we can test it out on my child. Mm. But what about the parent who says, oh, you know, look, I'm I'm willing to take the shot, but you're not I'm not going to I don't want you to inject that into my kid. You know what I mean? I, we, we don't know. I don't I don't know what my developing child is going to experience as a result of this. Imagine you live in a place where you can't say that. Well, I think that many people who are convicted and yet give up those convictions are not very far from living in that sort of a place. Again, CNBC, <laughs> the U.S. drug maker is expanding the tri- the trial, which began in late March to increase the likelihood of detecting potential rare side effects, the company said, declining to say how many children it ultimately hopes to enroll. The Food and Drug Administration last month awarded a warning label or added a warning label to the Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines to list a rare risk of heart inflammation, which was reported in young people as a potentially rare side effect. You use rare a lot. Now, because <laughs> you're supposed to know that it can happen, but it's rare. Mm-hmm. It's rare. Mm-hmm. Right? It's rare. Um, just like they once said about abortions. Mm. You know, safe and rare. Right? Safe, legal, and rare, I think is what they would say. Look, I understand, you know, we had a caller who called in and, and said, what's a little heart issue? Or what's a heart attack? You know, I really think that's a matter of perspective. And I think that should remain a question that a patient asks his or her doctor. Right. Not that the government begins to say, this is what you have to do. This is what you have to do. Guys, my my encouragement, my encouragement is that where you are convicted, Mm -hmm. 
remain convicted. Mm -hmm. I see the moment that we're having in this country as a part of a larger, what I would call great testing, Mm. great testing. Like how far can we go with people? What are they willing to hand over to us? And this is, this has been our position and this is how I've tried to (laughs) encourage and equip. And I've been doing this for long enough, right? That I know that people don't mind if you encourage and equip and they're already convinced in that area. Where you run into the problem is where the person is not mm-hmm. convinced. Mm-hmm. That's where it becomes a problem because then you become the enemy. Right. It's, it, it's like the Apostle Paul with the Galatians. All of a sudden, you know, he's loving them so much and they love him. And he's like, you would have plucked out your eyes for me. Right. And then all of a sudden he's asking the question. He's like, have I now become your enemy? Like all of a sudden I'm telling you the truth. Have I now become your enemy? Mm. And so just to be just to be crystal clear. Yeah. Because somebody somebody just heard that parallel and they're like, wait, what do you mean telling the truth? Are you saying the truth is not to get it? Nope. The truth is where you are convicted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You should remain convicted. And, And see, in this, I think as the people of God, you know, especially even beyond this issue where you are convicted, you know, and I would say convicted by and, and other issues, mainly by the word of God, because I think this is our, our on ramp into a lot of other things that can be challenged or said you can't do this or you need mm-hmm. to stop doing it. We, we saw a preview of it already mm-hmm. last time with our churches. Yeah, like, that's you know, right. You guys that's right. can meet, but you can't sing. And you can, you know, all all this kind of stuff. Like, I think we have to keep our radars up and our antennas up and saying, like, hold on, you know, let's watch this. Because as we have uh, stayed true to the word of God and going forward in our convictions because of the word of God, Mm -hmm. that's going to be challenged. And there's going to be more testing coming. And we have to be resolved right now. That's right. Where we stand. Where you are convicted, remain convicted. I can't help but imagine, even toggling back to the topic of our conversation, one of our shows last week, I can't help but imagine that members of some of the front churches, the government-run mm-hmm, churches, state-sanctioned mm-hmm. churches, I can't help but imagine the feeling of comfort that all we have to do is this and we get to remain a church. Yeah. Not recognizing that if all you do is that, you're no longer the church. Mm. Like not not making that connection. Right. You right. understand what I'm saying? Right. And and we saw that in this country and we saw people angry at other Christians. We saw people saying, Man. oh, just shut up and go home. We saw and and we have even lost. Now, look, even among people who would identify themselves, let, let me take it in pieces here because these are not synonyms. Mm-hmm. They are two separate descriptions. But even as people who would describe themselves as conservatives, mm-hmm. And then people who would describe themselves as Christians, you saw this. No, just the government knows best. Hmm. The government knows best. There was an inability to tap into or to respond to his or her own conviction, except, except where there was that conviction, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where there was that conviction. That's genuinely the conviction. And look, and and I'm going to tell you, you know, even in our local fellowship, Mm-hmm. We have individuals who work in the medical community and mm-hmm. at the height of this pandemic mm-hmm. were exposed almost daily mm-hmm. to people with COVID when there was so much confusion and you didn't know how it was being transmitted. You didn't know how to care and all of these things. And so that conviction was we cannot come around mm-hmm. pregnant women and these young children. Yeah. Because we don't know. Yeah. But that's not what the bulk of it was. Mm. We'll take the break and be right back.
Family Radio. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Yahweh by Dunson Oyekin. I'm just saying, where you're convicted, remain convicted. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Where you're convicted, remain convicted. Um, before we go any further, I, I wanted to share just a little bit more, and then we'll open the phone lines up. Uh, Will the Great, we have a marriage family date night. Uh, listening to Abraham reminded me of that. We have a marriage family <laughs> date night <laughs> coming up yes. on August the 24th. August 24th in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Uh, from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. You have to register. Go to marriagefamilylife.net, marriagefamilylife.net. Uh, it's going to be at the Lake Terrace Convention Center. Address is 1 Convention Center Plaza, in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Um, as far as the attire, it's casual. It should be to your comfort. Uh, so it's going to be good. We're going to have a, uh, some uh, appetizers and a, a small meal. And so uh, if you want to come, make sure that you register. You have to... Uh, register the deadline is August 17th. 17th. That's right. August 17th. And the seating is limited. So go to marriagefamilylife.net and register for the MFL Marriage Family Life date night. So, you know, one of the problems that I have, um, one, is that you can't ask questions about the so-called vaccine, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I thought that vaccines like eradicated, like they put an end yeah, to like the these polio kinds of like, one, yeah, or? that's what you, you know. So anyways, um, I saw an article even um, before coming to air that uh, Fauci was saying that probably Americans are going to have to get ready that they're going to be booster shots, that you're going to need to get regular wow. COVID boosters. And 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 then part of so I so I put all of that in one category. And then the other other category that really gets gets me is um, there was supposed to be great confidence in the COVID vaccines that were underway right these vaccines were going to be rolling them out they're going to be safe they're going to be effective and then all of a sudden and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. your having been fully vaccinated is not guaranteed to protect you Mm. well here here i go with another one of those stupid questions so why why do i why am i taking it yeah why am i if it if it's not take it again like right yeah. And here's another stupid question. Here's another stupid question. Um, and so forgive me to anyone in the medical community. If if um, a vaccine mm-hmm. is vetted, trusted, uh, safe and effective. Since when in this country do we have massive campaigns to incentivize receiving that vaccine? Hmm. Where like where have we seen that? I I just and 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 forgive me, I, I don't mean to sound like I wear a tinfoil hat. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But there are questions that I think we should be able to ask where we say, wait a minute, where have we seen these kinds of like massive campaigns to not only control people's thinking, but to also incentivize or to sway them? For example, for example, okay. Um Krispy Kreme donuts. You remember last spring, mm-hmm. Krispy Kreme donuts gave away a free donut to those who stopped in and would show their vaccination card. All right. Then you also had Nathan's hot dogs, White Castle and Budweiser giving away freebies to the vaccinated. Now, now at select vaccination sites in Colorado, this is recent here, mm-hmm. people getting the vaccine. <laughs> this article says the jab will receive a $100 Walmart gift card. Hmm. Wow. Why are I've we never doing seen anything that? anything like this. Like, that's Not just my question. Not even for the flu shot. Like, just why are we doing that? Wow. 
And 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 the pressure is immense. So all I'm saying, and here's the number, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. All I'm saying is where you are convicted, remain convicted. There are people in this country counting, and they don't know it, <laughs> counting on your conviction. Mm. Whether it's in this area or some other area, we are no longer a nation of conviction. Where people say, I'm principled and I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. You can't force me. I'm not doing that. We don't. Look, you're. <laughs> yeah. And that was a feature yeah. of this nation. Come on, like, man. It I was mean, like it was automatic. Yeah. <laughs> it was automatic. And you respected people. Even if you didn't agree with them, you respected them. And you said, you know, I don't I wouldn't do that. I don't agree with that. Or I think I should do this. And, and so I'm, I'm doing that. But you know what? I support your right in as much as you're not harming other people. Right. Other people or yourself, for that matter. There's a, I mean, you know, come on. We, we don't <laughs> allow people to just jump off bridges because we value life. But we respect people and their right to conscience, their right to conscience. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the phone lines. Will the great. Where do we go first? All right. Let's go. Let's see here. Let's go to Cynthia in Texas. Hi, Cynthia. Hello. 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 How y'all doing? Good. Hello. Good. Good, good. Hey, I've just been trying to call in, but look, I'm just going to say what I have to say, and you can comment any kind of way you want to, you know? It's like we've, ever since the beginning of uh, the last election, you know, with Trump, Mm -hmm. we, you know, that spirit of hatred was released. And then now with all of this, with the V word, you know, it's (laughs) caused more division. And that's what the devil does. He Mm. comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. And see, you know, people don't understand. It's like whether it's hatred or fear now. And then uh, we talk about the the, the V word. And you people don't understand it's a clinical study. And some people are getting placebos. So, you know, who's getting one and who's not? Mm. And then this morning I woke up, I was just praising God, you know, Jesus for being that, you know, that, that uh, the one that changed all of uh, all time, right? And so it made me think about it. Why are they calling this the Great Reset? You know, back since mm. 1999 or 2000, remember, they thought they were going to change the time because it was going to go back to zero, zero, zero. Now they're pushing the 2030 agenda. Well, Jesus Christ was 30 when he started his ministry. And then the last thing I want to say is that, uh, well, that's pretty much what it is, but how they de- they're destroying what God created in the beginning. God created light, everything else, and right now what they're doing, they're killing all of everything that God created. They're trying to destroy it right now. Hmm. And so I'm just going to get off. I love you guys, and y'all take care. Right, God bless you, Cynthia. you, Cynthia. I appreciate you calling. Listen, I, I don't know. If there's a if there's one way to string together all of uh, Cynthia's thoughts there. Um, But look, I will tell you something. For a long time, we have watched um, this nation uh, splinter. Right. We've been watching it for a long time. What I'm saying is that hopefully in the body of Christ, we are not mimicking that. Hopefully we're not taking that on where our convictions are. Let them remain where our convictions are. Let them remain. And and better than that, because I don't want to talk about convictions just like there's something that you pull out of the air. Mm-hmm. Let our convictions be informed. Yeah. Let our convictions be shaped by the word of God. Amen. And Amen. And, and, and I look, I cannot recommend that um, more highly to any of our listeners. All right. Well, the great. Where do we go next? 
All right, let's go to Jeremy in Tennessee. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, guys. How y'all doing today? Doing good. Hello. It's hot, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, it sure I, is. I got just a couple comments. Uh, number one, Brother Will, I want to tell you thank you for this past Wednesday with Will. Uh, what you addressed on that particular show is very much needed in our culture today, and I mm. certainly appreciate that. Thank you. Another Always thing, going. Brother Will. I don't know if you've got nicknames for Mickey or not, but you should call her Ruby because she is a Proverbs 31 lady. Amen. As far Amen. as the vaccine goes, um, I feel like this is, uh, uh, like you guys have already mentioned, it's a way to, di to divide our nation. Uh, the two things that they're using to divide our nation right now is one is racism and two mm -hmm. is the shot. Mm -hmm. I personally call the, the vaccine or the shot the Trump derangement syndrome shot because <laughs> those of us who have convictions of not taking it have been placed into a category of being a uh, Trump supporter, white supremacist, mm -hmm. and we are the threat to our nation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I come from a diehard conservative family. I've got family that are, are conservatives that have taken the shot. I've mm -hmm. got those of us that are conservatives that have not taken the shot, mm -hmm. but nevertheless, there is that divide. And it's, mm -hmm. it's hard because it even divides families. And, yeah. and like the sister said a moment ago, just before me, how does Satan conquer? It's by divide, mm -hmm. divide and conquer. That's right. And it's so sad. And I, and I go back one other thing and I'll shut up. Um, I think about Dr. Martin Luther King. What was his dream? His dream was that we could all assemble together and worship. His dream was that we could all go to school together and to live in society together. And what is this this platform doing now but dividing? Hmm. How can they teach critical race theory and then teach history with what Dr. Martin Luther King taught? Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, Thank you, you man. Yeah, listen, and man, there's so much our our brother just um just touched on there. But man, if you if you look at these major categories where we're doing where we're battling, where mm -hmm. we have to do business, right? Um, it requires everything that we know to be true about who God is, mm. right? Like it's not like there there are no um what do you you would call them like with when you would play the boys would play um in high school and elementary mm. school like tap out where yeah. they just like tap and then tap and the suit <laughs> none of the arguments none of the debates that are happening in culture today are like tap debates mm. none of them right they're all critical issues yeah. it seems like they all have yeah. something to say about who we believe that god is and so again and and man this this issue as our sister cynthia touched on and jeremy just followed up uh the question of division you know, God actually insulates us from this. <laughs> this for Christians, we don't even have to be battling this because God has already shown us where our unity is, Amen. right? Where our allegiance is. The problem is we have not turned to the word of God mm -hmm. to discover this. We've not been discipled, so we don't grow in this. And so then we find ourselves kind of trying to navigate just the way the world does when we have a far superior like manual. Yeah. Right. Our manual is not self. <laughs> the world is navigating <laughs> with the manual they call self. Oh, that's right. OK, so so we have said no to self. We have died to self, died to flesh. 
and now alive in Christ. And so now we have the manual, the eternal word of God. Mm. Well, the great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Kim in Texas. Hi, Kim. Hi, Will and me. We got through. Hello. <laughs> I just want to say, number one, I just love your program. You you just encourage and inspire so many people. And I, your program today was exactly what I needed to hear. Uh, I've been feeling discouraged and disappointed because, you know, or feeling like, you know, maybe I need to, maybe I need to get this vaccine. But then when you say stand by your conviction, because God gave me that, I certainly realized that's what I needed to do. Um, my second comment is I was on, uh, on the next door neighbor app, and one of my neighbors had posted something about getting the jab and, and you know, wearing his mask, you know, to protect everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of reading through some of the comments. There were 290 comments last time I looked, and there were people on there who were actually wishing that people who had not gotten the vaccine would die. Wow. And I thought, this is horrible. This is where we Man. are now. Man. And I'll oh. let you comment. <laughs> wow. But, that You know, Kim, I would like yeah. – Thank it's you, so unfortunate, but but do wow. you remember also if if you think back to um, as the the pandemic was sort of like on the uptick and then you get to the height of it? Do you remember that you saw a lot of people, um, God haters, uh, honestly, mm-hmm. right? God haters mm-hmm. wishing that certain conservatives would contract oh, yeah, this 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 virus, this disease, yeah. and and would die as a result. I yeah. mean. Listen, that is a level of wickedness to wish death upon someone. Yeah. Right. And and it's it's become normalized in our culture. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. How ungodly. Wow. wow. Let's see if we can squeeze in one more call before we go. Will the great. All right. Let's go to Paul in Texas. Hi, Paul. Hey, good afternoon. Hello. Hello. One, just two items. Number one, the vaccine is by Western Orthodox Scientific America, it is not a vaccine. It's an experimental gene therapy, untried, untested. The way I view humanity is we're one really big, really sick, psychotic, twisted mess. Mm. That's my family. Mm. And I know that there are fellows out there that feel the exact same way that I do. And, guys, it's time to stand up. We've got to stand up for Christ. Amen. We got to hit it. We got to hit it hard. We're a nonviolent people. We are a people who love, and we must start loving. Mm. We must start dealing with things as they are. What's happening is a big, giant guinea pig experiment, and it's terrifying. Mm. Paul, thank you so much for your commentary. You know, I again, I, I will um, run a highlighter over the topic of today's show where you are convicted remain convicted don't cower don't apologize don't be timid and tacit now we don't have to be brazen and we don't have to be like rude and ugly that that is not consistent with the nature of jesus christ who purchased us but we are not cowards we don't you know if somebody asks me i'm gonna tell you you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. where you are convicted remain convicted Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.